Welcome to the Landman Pivot Podcast. I'm your host and pivot coach, Ryan Fairbanks. I'm a registered professional landman with the American Association of Professional Landmen. During my 15 years as a petroleum landman, I've gained a passion for helping others level up their skill set and mindset so they can be ready for anything in our ever-changing industry. One of my favorite ways to do this is by introducing listeners to mentors and coaches like me who want to see you succeed. At the end of the interview, I'll tell you more about additional resources you can use to forge new connections and gain new skills to get you moving forward with confidence. This morning, we have special guest with us, Robert Hyatt, who's a member of our Land Skills Network community. And we're talking about career transitions and pivot. So, uh, Robert. Tell us a little bit about you, give us a little bit of background, and then we'll get into your recent transition. Well, uh, I've always considered myself a solar bug. Um, It started with my grandfather. Uh, He was putting solar hot water on his house and uh, photovoltaics on on camper trailers back in the 80s. And uh, I've I've always thought that was fascinating. It's always been in the back of my mind. And, and, uh, as I started my educational background, uh, I've decided to be a, an architect. So I went up to Moscow, Idaho to study architecture. Um, and uh, at the same time, got into the electronics, became a, uh, a draftsman, got an intern, became an intern as a draftsman there, uh, drawing circuitry for anaerobic wastewater uh, facilities, uh, designing the circuitry that, that control those. Um, I got laid off. That was quite tragic. Uh, ended up moving back down from Idaho back down to Utah and, and got into with my brother, Rod Hyatt, who does uh, solar hot water and photovoltaic. And at the time I wasn't in school, but I got a lot of great experience uh, in construction, uh, uh, doing those things in, in, in hot water, solar hot water and photovoltaics. I, I felt that I needed to get back into education because education is, is where it's at. You need to have that paper to be credible. So I went back to uh, Utah State University and, and worked on an interdisciplinary degree in engineering and environmental science. I would not recommend that because <laughs> I had to report, I had to report to two different committees instead of one. So but I successfully did that uh, after a few more years. And uh, while I was uh, still in school, I, I got a uh, kind of an, a job with the campus uh, at the crop physiology lab there at Utah State University. And uh, there I had a great exposure to agriculture, but also uh, the equipment that they used to monitor it. So a lot of data loggers and sensors and, and controls mechanisms. And they mainly use uh, products made by Campbell Scientific here in the Cache Valley. And so I had a lot of exposure to programming and uh, analog analog circuits and sensors and digital sensors as well. And getting that experience is what got me my next job into Campbell Scientific, where I spent the next 14 years getting a great experience and background in uh, instrumentation measurement uh, in, in all sorts of markets, uh, solar, agriculture, uh, uh, bridge monitoring, uh, water and, and groundwater monitoring. So a lot of, a lot of diverse markets there. Um, uh, I really enjoyed uh, my previous employer, Campbell Scientific. They, they, 
the atmosphere was amazing. The engineers were very talented and very skilled. And, mm -hmm. and the thing was, it was a shared knowledge. If you had questions, if you didn't know the answer, you could find some engineer or somebody that could figure that out for you and help you uh, uh, solve that problem. So I gained a lot of experience and a lot of background there at Campbell Scientific. Uh, I, I went from sales, uh, representing Campbell Scientific for a couple of years, and then I went right into the Renewable Energy Group, where I focused strictly on, on <clears throat> monitoring atmospheric conditions and power performance uh, for the gigantic solar arrays, you know, the huge ones in Saudi Arabia that are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of acres large. And, um, but after a while, it you know, doing the same thing for that many years, working with the same equipment, you just kind of start wandering, I guess, and, and trying to figure out, is there something else out there for me? And, and, uh, and so I started exploring, I started look, looking at LinkedIn and Glassdoor and, uh, and saw that there was, there were some neat opportunities, but you know, you, you're self-conscious and you think, oh man, I'll never be able to step up to that position. That sounds amazing, you know. So with Campbell, um, did you end up doing quite a bit of travel for those kind of projects too? Yes, I did. Uh, when I was in the sales group, I traveled mainly domestically. Uh, I had a, I had the Midwest Territory, and then I had the West North Northwest Territory. So I uh, got to know a lot of the states and and found some favorites. Uh, uh, once I went into the renewable group, I began to travel internationally, uh, traveled to Oman, did some uh, water monitoring there, uh, traveled to Abu Dhabi, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, installed some solar monitoring systems there, and getting to know the culture was amazing. Great people there. I loved it. It was a great experience. Uh, so yeah, I, I did. I got to Hawaii a couple of times. That was kind of neat. Never been to there. <laughs> uh, so um, so in the, in the process of discovering what what's out there next, I started signing up to LinkedIn and Glassdoor and exploring. But you know, making that step is just really scary. You just you just don't know, and 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 there's a risk too. And Finally, I, I don't know, one day I just decided, you know, I'm putting in my letter of resignation. I didn't even have a job. I didn't even have any prospects. I just put it in my letter of resignation. It was about six months out. So my employer's like, okay, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave, it gave me a deadline uh, to where I had to find something. And I was even going to sell the house and just move out of state too. I was really going all out. But uh, it was quite amazing. Um, I had several different interviews um, all over the, the US and uh, this one was very successful. And, and I said, but I'm not gonna start until September of the end of this year because you know, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for a big bonus check and you know, that's, that's always nice. And they asked me how much it was and I told them and they said, no problem, that'll be your sign on. And, Okay, and it was the perfect. It was the perfect job. Uh, in fact, before I had uh, had the interview, and when I was still looking at this position, I took the position to a colleague at Campbell's, and he looked at it and he says, "Well, you can do that. You can do that. You've done that for for many years. You've done that. You've done that. Why don't you apply?" And I thought, "Why don't I apply?" So, 
I applied to it and ended up getting it. And, uh, it's, it's been a great trip and I, I don't think I would have ever left Campbell scientific had I not thrown in that letter of resignation. I had to force myself to step out because it was such a great place to work. Great people to work with. It was a, it was a perfect career. So, uh, yeah, to kind of address that question, what spurred the transition? Was it just feeling like you weren't really growing anymore? Were you getting bored with the routine? Yeah, I felt like I, I think I could have grown more, um, but it took more energy because you get so comfortable. It, it would take more energy to, to grow more. So I certainly, anybody can always grow more in a position. Kind but of I that diminishing returns that take more effort to make progress. Right, right. And and maybe maybe a little laziness starts setting in because it's always the same and uh, the same problems that you've been seeing for many 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 years and uh, just mm -hmm. with different customers. So it, it 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 was that that said maybe there's some other problems somewhere else that I can that I can help with. Well, wow, that's a, a bold move. Um, I know that's something that will benefit some members of this community who are thinking about making a move, uh, might consider that as a, an option, <laughs> set a deadline, a six month resignation letter. That's pretty innovative. But I do have to say that I was amazed at how many job positions there are out there there are so many companies that are clamoring, that are fighting for good trained employees that have good skills uh, and they will pay top dollar out there. There are so many. I, I'm still getting uh, uh, headhunters trying to contact me and, and there's still tons of jobs out there, not just in my field, but I've seen in other fields, there's thousands of jobs available that are great paying for skilled workers. It's awesome. Um, so what helped you in, in making this transition? What do you think made it go as smooth as it has? I'm actually very surprised on how smooth it went. Um, like I said, we were planning on selling the house, kind of capitalizing on the Utah market, going and buying a new house with cash, being debt free. Uh, uh, so it was really nerve wracking. To, to just do that. Um, but it was surprisingly, everything just fell into place. Um, I had to go back to Campbell scientific and say, Oh, by the way, I'm not leaving in September. I'm leaving in two weeks because I have an employer, a new employer that wants me now. And they said, well, thank you for telling us you've already given us four weeks. So two weeks more or yeah, two more weeks is even just fine. Uh, so they were very pleasant and, and okay with me leaving as soon as I did, because I gave him such a, a, a long warning in the, in, in, at first. Uh, but yeah, the transition, um, it was very fluid. It was very relaxed. In fact, now we're not selling the house. We're, we're still fixing it up, uh, but preparing. I'd still like to move out of Utah to give my kids uh, more of that out of Utah experience. Uh, mm -hmm. But now we're relaxed and uh, we're, we're taking a step at a time. Very good. Um, and how can we help other people who are in that moment of pivot? You know, some of them might not have that 
luxury of being able to give a six month notice or even a couple week notice, but maybe they're already without work and looking to make that transition into something new. You know, um, you really need to spend some time on, on those search engines, uh, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, and search for specific keywords that you feel are some of your strengths. Focus on your strengths, focus on your talents, and, uh, and those, th- those positions will come out. And, and then get on a, uh, an email list of, of those search engines, and they'll start emailing you positions that they think are appropriate for you. Uh, granted that you have your applic- that you have your resume posted on there and your job experiences posted on there, they can use that uh, to your advantage, and they'll just start sending you all sorts of emails. And when you're on that list, that saves you lots of time for searching every day for new uh, positions. They'll email you those positions. And uh, I, I've, uh, when I was on those email lists, I would get all sorts of positions, and, and a lot of them sounded really neat. Uh, one of them was going to take me down in South um, in Antarctica for research purposes. And we all got excited about that. <laughs> I applied for that one, but I didn't hear back. So so you're going to get a lot of uh, um, turndowns and no replies, but just, just keep searching. There are jobs out there for you. That's great. Um, yeah, a lot of people in, in the land industry, um, if not thousands that just in the last year have been uh, stepping out of the industry looking for other ways to improve their income or their opportunities uh, when when oil was down and now it's back up and companies are starting to scramble again for people to fill projects uh, kind of competing a little bit uh, even service companies competing for the the workers to go do services on the operation side of oil and gas. So that's good to know that the search engines are, are doing their job, uh, helping people, you know, f- refine that search and provide mm-hmm. new opportunities that maybe you wouldn't be able to find on your own. Right. And, you know, land, the land is still there. It's just being repurposed, whether, whether mine permits, whether mineral permits, well permits uh it's going from farm to residential uh it's changing hands it's it's still there and it's just change it's just repurposing mm-hmm. so tell us about your your job that you're doing now well i uh, i'm now with uh ng north america which is if not the largest uh one of the largest uh energy companies uh in the world um they deal a lot with I think they are the, the the America's largest natural gas exporter. Um, they deal with um, they actually do lighting. They'll retrofit uh, a building with uh, updated lighting, and then they'll make sure that the savings are there. Um, the position that I'm in is a, a data acquisition engineer advisor. So my group, uh, which is based out of Kansas City we will go and put uh, solar on uh, municipalities or, um, or county buildings. Uh, right now, our, our, um, our project is in Southern California where we're putting solar on 49 elementary schools in the Chula Vista um, County or school district. 
And my position is to make sure that the, the equipment we put on site can communicate with each other, that we can pull the data and that we can monitor uh, the atmospheric conditions to, to determine power performance. So that communication is usually through Modbus TCP or uh, TCP IP communication. I, uh, I'm, I'm usually, or am training to be available for those that are commissioning each site so that if something goes wrong, I can help them through getting the communication going, making sure the sensors are reading appropriately. Um, I'm currently working on drawings, electrical schematics to make sure that all the sensors are properly uh, terminated, um, that they understand how to install them properly and using um, install best, best practices. Um, it is a remote position, so I don't have to move to Kansas City. <clears throat> uh, so I'm, I'm able to stay here at home, but I do travel uh, as needed to either on site or into the, the main office in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's always still in that solar field that uh, I've been so ingrained since I was a little kid from my grandpa. Uh, and it's, it's uh, in a great position so far. I got great, great new colleagues that I can start absorbing their talent and learning new things. Yeah, fascinating stuff going on with solar. I don't know if you saw the spotlight that we did on Phil Guerra. I think you were on that one, talked about yep. solar. Yep. Um, interesting things going on in solar and how to do that. Uh, what's your take on things going on with uh, restrictions on mining for minerals that are essential to renewable markets? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not one to, um, I'm not a person that likes to dig too much in the earth. I mean, I've got an agricultural background. I grew up on a farm and I have even learned that no till is better than tilling. Uh, you, can, you can make that ground grow greener than ever if you don't till and you provide the certain nutrients in other ways. There's always a better way. Mining, um, you know, it, it's it's part of our survival as, as humans on this earth. Um, and there are good practices and there are bad practices. Um, I think it's important that we focus on how we can do it better. Um, uh, as, as the human race, uh, that's what we strive to do is to do things better uh, each generation. And, uh, and mining sure. is always going to be part of our lives. Uh, we just need to know, know how to do it better. And when we're done in that area, to turn it back back to nature and, and, and let it uh, be better naturally. Yeah, the whole reclamation process is pretty mm -hmm. interesting. Um, I think that applies to our skills too and work. You know, what you just said there to, to focus on how we can do it better better. Uh, and as you said earlier, to focus on when you're looking for work, looking for a different job or career change, focus on your strengths and on your experiences, the things that you can do, you have done, uh, that those who can refer you could speak to, you know, how you've done those things and serve them and translate that to how you can serve a, a future employer, a future company, uh, future entrepreneurial venture and the 
the customers and clients that you can serve in that way. There's so much in our in our media in our world that really focuses on the the lack, what's missing, what's different, what's inadequate, and I think that's so powerful to focus on those strengths and how we can help and serve each other. Right. To go ahead, I I had uh, I I. I was very fortunate to have good managers uh, in all of my positions. And because of that, we had a great uh, relationship. The communication uh, between me and my managers was, was excellent. And when it come to an application where I needed to provide references, I provided my managers. And mm-hmm. that to me is, is very honorable to be able to do to, to, go to your new employer or potential employer and say, yeah, go directly to my manager and, and ask him how I am as a person and how I am as a, an employer or a colleague. And I think that's, that shows great uh, integrity when, when you can do that. And, and if you can't, that's not your fault, uh, but to be able to have a good relationship with your manager makes your position that much better and makes a transition. Uh, it's like a bonus to a, to your next transition to show your new employer that, yeah, this guy has got integrity. He's, he's a great worker. Yeah. I think that's important. Uh, what a good foundational piece and, you know, not always possible. Sometimes right. there are difficult managers or difficult situations or they're not available or unwilling to be a, a reference or resource in that way. But if you can form a good relationship with the current manager and have that be a, a place where somebody can go directly to the source and not try to go outside of the industry. And again, I mean, that speaks to the, what you did as far as giving a long lead time to that current employer is then they're on notice that you're leaving. Right. It's not a surprise. Like they're not going to get a surprise phone call from some future employer uh, saying, Hey, uh, this guy is interviewing for a position. I mean, you don't want that to happen, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's every manager's fear, I believe. <clears throat> Anything else you'd add as far as uh, helping people transition or, or look for work that you'd add? Don't be afraid. Uh, there are a lot of great opportunities out there, especially now in, in all industries, uh, even in, in, you know, the real estate, the land, um, the, the, the technical, uh, manufacturing, there's, there's so many different industries that are clamoring for, for new employees with, with great talent and great desire to work hard, make the jump. Um, if you're thinking about it, get your resume up to date, have it checked by, by a third party and make sure it's accurate and honest and do it. It's a, it's a great ride. <laughs> Nothing but a good le- learning experience. Well, that's great. Uh, great to have you with us and uh, enjoy having a little spotlight on you, Robert, just to transition a little bit to things we're doing in the land skills network. We're in the process of launching a new mastermind group right now, uh, meet once a week and people related to land. So it's the landman pivot podcast as part of that. We've got this mastermind group that's just getting going and got a handful of guys 
create guys with a variety of experience engaging there. And it's an opportunity to really level up leadership, networking, and communication skills. And those are skills that you can take with you wherever you go. They're so needed for people to step up to leadership, for people to be able to engage in relationships and network and interact with other people and have communication that's good, it's forward, it's able to communicate clearly a message and share a story that can serve and help other people. So if there's, if you're interested in those kinds of things, leveling up your leadership, networking and communication, get a hold of me. Uh, Robert, if the people want to reach out to you as far as your transition or what they're going through, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, I can give them my email. It's uh, robert.hyatt. Uh, it's H-Y-A-T-T at ng.com, E-N-G-I-E.com. I'd be happy to respond back to them. Great. Appreciate that. And thanks for being with us. As always, I enjoy being able to catch up, follow up with you. Thank you, Ryan. If you feel stuck in a single role, like you're muddling through on your own, and you're curious about how you can make yourself more valuable in this or any industry, visit my website at landmanmastermind.com. I help land professionals connect with mentors and coaches through one-on-one coaching, mastermind groups, and connection to the Land Skills Network community. Hope to see you there soon.